It's early Saturday, July the 16th, 2016. Dan and Francis, the sun is up and it's late, much later than you first thought when you left the forest road. Vicky, you have slowly began to wake up during the drive. You find yourself in a big truck with a girl your age in the driver's seat. Next to you is Francis, the youth pastor. He's injured, coughing blood. (coughs) And on the other side, Dan, tired, wide eyes, staring at the scenery going by outside the truck. Open grassland with forest in the distance, on both sides of this small winding road. You have clean clothes on, nice ones, but they are not your own. You grip your pendant, it's there. Then you feel it, insect bites all over you. The itch is awful, even a bit painful. What do you do as you notice Vicky comes around? <coughs> hey, Vicky? Vicky? What? How are you? Where are was? Hey, uh, so, oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, this might be a surprise to you, or, or maybe not, um, but uh, I believe we're in Sweden? Uh, uh, I saw you f- fall. Uh, is that sort of metaphorical or something? I, I mean, obviously I'm I'm okay. Uh, so he coughs up some blood and wipes it out of his shirt. <laughs> Dan, where, where is Dan? Oh, Dan. I'm right here. It's, it's, it's true. We are. We're we're in Sweden. How did... Uh, That's, I'm, I'm explaining how is not something I'm any good at these days. Vicky, just trust that we're here. Why, why is it so, I can't stop. And I like start like really like basically digging with my fingers into my skin, you know, trying to itch. What is, like, I can't, like, handle this. What's going on? Hold on, hold on. Uh, you know, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of of power, truth, and of love. Despite what is happening around us, we will be okay. We will be okay. What? I turn away from Francis and I look back at Dan. Dan, what is going on? Dan... Has just finished rolling his eyes as he often does when Francis starts talking about his relationship with God. But I understand that it makes him comfortable. Don't worry about it, Vicky. I, I I don't know what's going on. He does that all the time. We are. Uh, um, I think we're going to where? Going to a city, maybe a place where I can. Uh, I don't know. Get some medical attention. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm in a lot of pain. What happened to you? How am I here? Why am like all like I've spent summer beside the lake somewhere in the forest, and I'm like bitten by these like mosquitoes. Uh, Dan, Vicky, remember we were remember Uncle Edward? Yes. Well, like. He's not Uncle Edward. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I think all of that might have kind of made your memory a little bit fuzzy, but um, we went through that portal. Yeah. Uh, it sounds funny even saying that word in my mouth, um, but I, I, I guess that's what it is. And oh, wait, 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 wait. So, so we went through the portal and ended up in this car. No, we stepped into a forest and um, uh-huh. have since then, you know, made it to the road. And We visited that house, remember? Got some new clothes and such. There was a party out front. Um... What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't um, there. Oh, you weren't. I ended up here in the car. You remember one thing, Vicky. As you sit there talking to Francis and Dan, you remember waking up in a dirt cellar. It's all black with a few torches on the wall that are lit as you wake up. And you remember a pale face of a woman crawling towards you, eyeless, holes in her head where her eyes should be, dripping with blood. And you remember hearing yourself scream, 
and then everything goes black, and now you're here. Wait a moment. What does that woman do? You know, the one in the cellar? Uh, she's familiar to me. Uh, someone from my past, but I, I think she's she's gone. I mean, looking at her, it's, it's you know, Satan has a way of, of tempting you, of, of making you see things that, that make you question your faith. Oh, for fuck's sake, Dan. Vicky, it's some crazy thing, just like one of the other crazy things that have been chasing me around ever since I saw that creature on the computer. And I believe that that's where we're headed. We're going to fix this. You hear sirens and you see two police cars pass you going the opposite way. Jonna, the driver, looks at you. But she doesn't say anything. Then she looks back to the road again. Uh, the party. I don't say that. I kind of give Francis a look. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Let's look, Dan, I respect you as an elder of the community. But look, what is more far-fetched? That this is just the happenstance of some crazy world bumping into each other or that we are on the road to some sort of divinity some sort of of test from god that despite appearances in the end will show that he loves us all right francis you know you might be right i just don't give it those names i don't know what's going on because if i was to call it something i'd call it hell Wait, 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 wait. I, I thought we spoke it's about your work, right? The experiments? Something like that? It has to do with that. It has to do with what I saw. Yeah. You said somewhere like far away, right? Like. Right, yeah. It's not so far away anymore. It's like oh. a couple hours away if I've got my distances correct. Yeah. Look, hell is the absence of God. And... As you saw earlier, God is still with me, so we are not in hell. This is just the world, bare and, and naked in front of us, much like the truth coming out of the fountain. It is something that is beautiful and we cannot turn our eyes from. I don't want to be rude, but you are the only one who seems to be needed, like, medical attention, and you say that God is with you. I... It is because I take... You should have seen what I did with Dan. I, I touched him and I prayed and he's fine and I am in pain. It's it's almost like, like God is giving me his power. I, I don't... Dan, you, you saw it, right? I, I saw something, Francis. I've seen a whole lot of somethings, though, and I, I'm... I'm just not that sort of person. I'm a, I'm a scientist. I'm a pragmatist. I work on computers. I I deal with facts and absolutes. And I don't know I don't know what all of this is. But there's there's a reason for it. If you want to call that what you're calling it, then then that's fine. I, I, I'm 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 with you on that. You're entering a small town. Jonna looks at you again, and she says. Uh, I will drop you off at the hospital. It's just up ahead here. That that would be great. I honestly, it, it sounds like I'm doing well, but it it feels like my insides want to be on the outside. What are we going to tell in the hospital that you went through a portal? No, wait a minute, you didn't. How how are you with us in here? You didn't go through the thing, Uncle Edward. Like what? I'm still confused. Look. It is because God wants me here, and part of my task is to watch out for you two. Okay. Um, I'll just tell them I, uh, I, I don't know, I fell down the stairs, or... Oh, God, how the hell am I going to explain why I'm here? Okay, let's just, let's just try. I, it's... <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they have to take care of you. Yeah. I need help getting out of the car. The ride stops at a small hospital. You're in a town, an old mining town, as you understand. 
Jonna points towards the entrance. It says emergency. You can get help here through that entrance. You step out. Um, I kind of lean against the car and I don't know where your, your journey's taking you, but um, thank you for everything uh, that you've done. No problem. It has felt a bit awkward the whole time as she have apparently listened in on your conversation, but she hasn't said anything. What do you think about all of this? I mean, three strangers appear at your doorstep and... Oh, for God's sakes, Francis. Would, can, let's just get you inside and let this poor woman go on her way. I, I don't know. Uh, you'll get help in here and good luck. And she drives off. I'll help Francis walk in. Just to reconnect a bit with your characters, can you describe both your current appearance, you have new clothes, and uh, your demeanor as you stand there looking around. Let's start with Dan. Dan's in a running suit, like a matching pair of jogging pants and a zip-up jacket with uh, a t-shirt on underneath it and then just a a generic pair of white sneakers. He feels rather silly. Uh, Being from Jersey City, he feels like a gangster. And your t-shirt is a... It's probably a hard rock or metal band or something. It says in flames. Outstanding. Yes, all I need is some gold chains or something and and sunglasses and I'd really be styling. Francis, how do you look? Francis um, is wearing kind of this gray sweats and a t-shirt on something that looks like just kind of taken from the closet. Uh, None of it is kind of folded up nicely uh, as he would like it and even during the car ride uh, you can kind of see him trying to smooth it out a little bit and between coughing up blood and rubbing it on his his sweats he is disheveled it looks like he hasn't really slept much he kind of has this face that looks like he's always in pain uh but trying to uh to stay positive and keep up a smile if if only for appearance um his kind of blue greenish eyes uh have lost some of the the twinkle it had when you probably first saw him and it's now replaced with a almost sort of fanatic madness to it um as he clings ever closer to his beliefs and Vic you have pretty nice clothes, clothes that you actually like, so you can describe it. You haven't chosen them yourself, but it was a lucky a lucky strike that you got these ones. If I'm happy, so probably my clothes are black, purely black, and that's probably a dress which is going down to my knees, not under my knees um, and uh, probably it has like this uh, elegant style uh, and very soft fabric and uh, yeah the only accessory I would wear would be my pendant which is very precious to me and that's what I would hold in my palm when I walk into the hospital with the, my companions um, and uh, yeah, uh, I haven't kept my hair tidy, so they will be disheveled a little bit, left to just run down free to my shoulders, uh, dry dread, you know, uh, hair, which kind of sort of makes my these like very pale blue eyes to stand out because most of the time you would expect someone like that have like brown eyes and mine is very very pale um and uh, those eyes would be really really confused and i would be looking at my clothes and at the, uh, my companions and dan francis around the hospital i would be looking almost like lost oliver you're at the hospital, outside the ER. It's exactly 10.23 now. On the other side of the car park, you see the entrance. A truck stops at the driveway, and you see the man and the woman from the photo step out. There's also a third man. He seems injured. They say something to the driver in the truck just before it drives off. Then they start a walk towards the entrance to the ER, helping the third man. 
Oliver, can you describe how you look, what's going through your mind and what you do? So I'm Oliver Hayden. I am a youngish man in my early 20s, currently wearing a white t-shirt, blue jeans, casual wear. I'm quite tall, rather scrawny for my age, with short dark hair and dark eyes, sitting in my car watching the two people from the photo. Still not really sure I believe it's actually them, but it is, although I don't know who this third person is. I kind of just watch them from my car for a moment, seeing what they're doing. And what do you do, Dan, Francis, Vicky? I like to take a look around if I see any, like, nurses or someone like that, like, walking around. And if so, I would like to approach them. It's a small lobby and you see uh, an arrow pointing to the right, emergencies. To the left is a normal waiting room and a reception. There's also an emergency reception to the right, further in. You can see a, a nurse sitting behind a desk there. I'll sit Francis down in um, a chair or something so that he can, and then go to the counter if Vicky's not already walking that way. If I will see that Dan is walking towards the counter, then I would remain with Francis instead, uh, just to make sure that, you know, he's fine. Dan, you come to the emergency reception. It's a young woman. She looks up at you and she she says something in Swedish. Um, I, I, do you speak English? Yeah. Yeah, my friend here is uh, is, is hurt. He needs to see a doctor. Okay, uh, what ha- what has happened? Uh, he fell. All, all right. If you if you can bring me his uh, ID and uh, you have to fill in a paper here. Uh, I'm going to call a doctor. Uh, where is he injured? Everywhere inside, I think. Uh, in, in, like in his guts. Well, maybe he broke a rib or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm calling the doctor right away. And uh, I have the papers here for you to fill in. And if you if you can give me his ID. Yeah, I look I look over at Vicky and Francis and I'll, I'll just yell out. They need his ID. Can, can you bring me his ID? Oh, he... I realize he doesn't have an ID. Um, he doesn't. He, we left in a hurry. Um, he's not in his clothes. He doesn't have his ID with him. Can we take care of that part later? Yeah, you you can fill in the paper with uh, all the information. And all right, thank you, thank you so much. He's 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 hurting really bad. She gives you uh, the paper and she picks up the phone and you hear her talking Swedish. I'll go. Um, back over to them. Uh, she's going to call the doctor and uh, we'll have to fill out the forms, I guess. Oliver, the three persons, they disappear into the hospital. You see them through the windows. Uh, they sit in the emergency area waiting. What do you do? I take one more look at the photo on the phone and the text message, shake my head a little, and then open the door to my car, lock it as I get out, Start walking to the place. I'm a little hesitant to bother these people when they got someone with them who looks injured or something. I don't know. But I don't know. I'll, I'll slowly enter, and just sort of find a chair to sit in and just watch them for a little longer. After a while, uh, a doctor and a nurse comes out and uh, tells you, Francis, to come with them. They ask you first if you can walk. Yeah, I just need a little bit of help. They help you up. The nurse look at Dan and Vicky and uh, asks if uh, you want to come with or wait here. Yes, uh, they. Uh, I, I would like to to stay with them. Um, I don't. I don't want to be alone. I I think it would be best if you would go with doctors and we will just wait here. They will take care of you. Every, every, no, I, I need I... to talk to Dan. <sighs> Everything will be fine. The guard is with you. Last time I was in a place like this, it I wasn't it didn't feel safe. I don't I don't want to be alone. Francis, you're starting to cough up more blood. And it's starting to hurt very much in your chest. And you you can hardly draw breath anymore. Uh, g- Go with them, Francis. I'll I'll be there just as quickly as I can. Um, go ahead and go. Let me let me talk to Vicky for a second. 
the doctor says something in Swedish, uh, almost panicking, and he drags you away together with the nurse. And he says to you, uh, we're in a hurry. We, we got to take care of you now. Okay, and just... you're taken away. <sighs> It'll be all right. I... Promise me. <laughs> Francis, how do you feel when all this happens? Are you afraid or? Oh, yes. Francis is 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 starting to panic. He did not think Dan and, and Vicky would would abandon him in, in this way. And he's like, God, please let this not be like last time. I'm... I wonder, <sighs> do you have to roll, keep it together? Oh, yes, I do. You can describe uh, how you act. Yeah, Francis uh, kind of looks down at his hands, calloused, and squeezes him. For God did not give me a spirit of fear. As he's kind of like closing his eyes and imagining uh, the the trickling light coming into the church hall, the the smell of incense and um, and offering bread and uh, the, the kind of the leather of the, the Gideon Bible as he just kind of tries to block out everything that's happening around him. And they take you into a, a private room where they lay you down on the bed and start to examine you. Dan, Vicky, and Oliver. As you see, Francis uh, is led away to get help into another corridor and is gone. The ground starts to shake. You almost lose your balance, but it's over as fast as it came. A crack in the hospital wall starts to form next to you. Then it's all silent again. The people around you look surprised. Most are still looking around. Then things are slowly picking up again, and they get back to their normal doings. It's, uh, was, Vicky, was that a, uh, I guess it was an, an earthquake. Are you all right? No, I'm not all right, but not because of this earthquake. Dan, tell me what happened. I don't remember anything after the moment we separated from Uncle Edward, and it's just like, this, yeah, this this thing, this woman, and, and that's all, like, screams. Tell me, without him, with, you know, without these stories about the god, what happened? I, I don't want to leave him back there with those doctors very long. We... We ended up at this um, house out in the in the woods, basically. Uh, like, a, a big house, like, uh, a... a a, a mansion mm-hmm. and there was a party there it was a bunch of kids uh, I, I, I don't think their parents were home mm-hmm. and they were partying it up and Francis was hurt and you know we'd been through everything so I thought it best that we rest and um, so we did only I think everybody at that party died Francis was passed out I got him and then we got the hell out of there what do you mean everybody died? How? <laughs> See, there we are with that how again, Vicky. I, I don't know how. What do you mean you don't know? You saw, you, you've been there, you said... No, I mean, like, I, I don't know, maybe they all drank something. I mean, they were partying it up. I went to bed. I Why was tired. Why are you shouting? And Why are you shouting at me? I'm, I'm not just shouting. I'm, 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 my, I'm keeping my voice down. It's, I'm... I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm amped up. I'm kind me. of... I'm kind of... I'm sorry, Vicky. I'm not trying to shout at you. I'm worried about Francis. I'm worried about you. I'm worried about us. I'm worried about there was just an earthquake. Oliver, you hear a part of this uh, conversation. Not everything, but uh, some of it. Enough to understand what they are kind of talking about. And uh, the quake you just felt, that's something that you have never felt there before in your life. Hmm. Well, I'd certainly find that a bit strange, but, well, this is all very strange. Uh, still, yeah, I kind of hear what they're saying. They're speaking English. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, so I guess I'll awkwardly... It looks like I'm about to go up, and I feel it happens just as you're having that moment where your voices are raised a little, and so I awkwardly, like, wait a few seconds, and then when you stop seeming agitated, I'm like, uh, hi, sorry. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yes? Are you... 
uh, is your name Dan? And and are you Vicky? Dan and Vicky, is that right? Who's asking? Uh, okay. Uh, I sort of awkwardly step forward and then try and smile in a friendly way. Uh, well, okay, my name's Oliver. Oliver Hayden. Uh, you probably don't know me. I don't know you, but, uh, do you know... Do you know Daniel? Yes. I know Daniel. Right. Okay, that's good then. Uh, okay, look, this is all really weird, but, um... Daniel told me that I had to meet with you, too, for some reason. Uh, does any of this make any sense to you? Why? What, like... <laughs> he's He's been doing that a lot lately, apparently. Oliver, my name's Dan. It's nice to meet you. This is Vicky. You'll have to forgive us. It's uh, been a crazy uh, amount of time, and this Daniel person got a hold of you, too, and said well, you needed... Well, they're a really good friend of mine. I've been studying with them for a few years now. Uh, okay, this is weird. Um, I move forward a little and I smile at Vicky. You could both tell I'm finding this a very, very weird situation, but I'm trying to put on a brave face. Uh, okay, so the other day, I'm at Daniel's flat. We're just hanging, and he shows me some weird stuff on his computer, <laughs> and I'm thinking it's weird, and then I go to the bathroom, and then I come back, and he's gone. Like just vanished from the apartment and no one knows where he's gone no one and that was less yesterday and i got a text from him pretty much after he disappeared saying you need to go and meet some people called dan and vicky and you need to help them and they'll be here at uh 10 23 like tomorrow that is strange and oddly specific um huh is this the Daniel with the really funny last name, like Schmutkin, Schmushmushmush? I don't remember. <laughs> I laugh a little and say, well, I mean, strange if you don't speak Swedish, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, he called us also. Rem remember Dan, right? Yeah, I do. But wait, you never, you're not friends of his? I never heard about him before he called us, but but apparently he, he knows Dan because they work together somehow in the past or now or... Uh... I'm not really sure how that is. I, I don't really know Daniel personally, um, but he seems to have been tied up in this in some capacity. Um, he, he called us uh, or... Um, reached out, perhaps, is maybe a better term, and um, uh, told us that we needed to uh, get up here to uh, check out this thing. Right. Okay, that's already vague. Uh, I mean, at okay. first, Kate Conda sort of sounded like he was threatening us, right, Dan? <laughs> well, I, I wasn't that threatened by it, Vicky. I, I um... I, you know, it was a tense situation um, at that particular moment, so um, I understand how it'd be that way. But yes, uh, he was very dire um, in his tone, and and um, I, I'm sorry, uh, Oliver. This does all seem very vague. <laughs> I, I'm kind of confused, and to be honest with you, I'm a little uh, out of my mind um, at the moment. So uh, I, I, I'm trying to piece some of this together oh. as well um so so what you're saying is neither of you two know where he is no he could possibly be at this uh um meteorological laboratory uh up north oh he did mention something like that okay well i mean i guess i better continue to say that the other thing he wanted me to do was for you to look at his laptop and see the weird video oh you'd understand it excellent yeah, you've got a computer? That's the first time Dan's actually looked happy. <laughs> I, I don't have it on me now, but uh, I obviously I could... I guess there's no harm in taking you there. If he wanted you to come to his apartment, I can get you to his apartment. What about your friend? And I look to where the other gentleman was taken. Like, is he is he okay? I, I actually don't know. Um, I should go check on him. Uh, Vicky, um... This is Oliver. Uh, you guys, uh, um, let me. I'm going to go check on Francis and uh, I'll be back in a minute. You walk up to the 
reception. The woman there asks you if uh, if you have filled in the papers. Oh, um, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm so worried. I don't. Um, no, we're we're still we're we're filling those out now. Bring them back to me as uh, soon as you're done. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I go check on him? See if he's okay. Let me check. Sit down a, a moment and I, I will uh, get you when I talk to the doctor. And she picks up the phone again. I want you to roll see through the illusion. A four. As you look at her before you turn and walk away, you see her eyes are suddenly completely black, but they are back to normal as fast as they change. You don't know if you're seeing things or if it was real or not. She doesn't do anything else. She says something in Swedish on the phone. Oh, Dan doesn't just wonder if he's seeing things. If I see something, I think I'm seeing it. I turn around and walk back to the chair. Um, they're going to find out. I, I need to fill out this clipboard. And I'm sure it's probably obvious on my face, but I'm kind of giving Vicky the things aren't right here. Look. But I'm not saying anything because I don't I don't know Oliver that well. And uh, I'll sit down next to Vicky and um, start uh, piddling around with the paperwork and lean to Vicky and sort of in a whisper, I don't know if I trust this hospital. Uh, why? I saw the receptionist's eyes turned black. Wait, what? They turned black. Like, so she's like... The others, what we saw with these other doctors, like the one who was treating you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dan's just looking around, wide-eyed, runs his fingers through what hair he has left, and I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm worried about Francis now. So go, go and take him. Suddenly you hear in the speakers, someone is calling for Dr. Hall. To the reception, please. Dr. Hall, to the reception. My eyes grow really, really wide and like I start shaking and I look at Dan. I'm really scared. My hand starts to shake. Uh, my eyes grow wide. Um, I, I, I look at Dan and it just like my whole facial expression is that I want to just stand up and run away from here right now. And I don't think I will care about Francis in this case if this doctor coming in. You can lower your stability by one. Oliver, you hear something on the speaker in English. You don't really pay attention much to it, but suddenly both Dan and Vicky are starting to look scared. Yes, I sort of eased away a little to give them a moment to talk. Uh, I was texting some friends, basically saying, yes, yeah, still no sign of Daniel. And I noticed this reaction and I'm like, uh, you two okay? Look a little like you've seen a ghost or something. Yeah, I don't think this place is safe, um, Oliver. Uh, that that Dr. Hall that they just called for is, um, he's not a good doctor. I'll, I'll just put it that way. I, Vicky, you and Oliver need to leave. I'm, I've got to go get, I can't just leave Francis here. Uh, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know what it is. I can't just leave him here to be tore apart by these creatures. And we're going to jump over to Francis. You also hear the speakers saying this. At the time you're hearing this, they are uh, draining one of your lungs from blood. And you have a tube in your side. Oh, that did not go well. You can uh, choose the disposition and tell me how you react. Scared uh, as I go from uneasy to unfocused. Uh, it did a... Uh... <laughs> Oh, did, did they say Dr. Hall? The nurse uh, pushes you back in with uh, into the bed with one hand on your chest. And you can roll, see through the illusion as you're asking that question and look at her. Oh, hell no. At 10, you see her face start to change. The ice becomes completely black and her skin is gray, pale with dark gray veins. And she says to you, you gotta keep calm, Francis. We're gonna drain you of your, all your blood. It will soon be over. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. He's starting to, like, pull. He's just gonna try to grab her and and, and do some violence. Engage in combat. Oh, uh, Francis, like, 
tries to get up and and, th- and try to kick her in the face, saying like, "Back, Satan! Oh my God!" You're thrashing around like a little baby, and she she just holds you down with her hand. You don't connect with anything, and she just smiles at you. Mm, we got a lively one here. <laughs> Dad, Vicky, please. We're going to go back to the lobby again. What do you do out there? What do uh, Oliver and Vicky do? Without any doubts, when Dan tells me that Oliver and I have to go out, I would try to just grab Oliver by the hand and run dragging him after me out of the hospital. Perfect. And uh, Oliver, do you let her? Well, I'm full of a lot of mixed emotions right now. The first one being that this is escalating in a very strange way. I'm not entirely sure of these people's state of mind. But at the same time, you know, they Dan and Vicky seem like they're really scared and, you know, I help people out. And again, a, a girl of my similar age to myself suddenly grabbing me by the hand and leading me somewhere. I'm like, I feel the need to, like, you know, at least be sympathetic <laughs> before I thought. So... I kind of go, and as I'm going with Vicky, I kind of just mumble, uh, okay, uh, well, if you feel better, uh, my car's just outside. Uh, would, would that make you feel better? Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Let's go to your car. That will be safe, right? Because you can drive, but but don't drive now. Because uh, Dan, you know, um, and uh, oh. Francis, but yeah, let's go. Okay, don't worry, we'll wait for your friends. It's, it's all going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I follow with her. You go out to the parking lot to your car, and we're going to jump back to Dan. So what do you do? I walk past the nurse's station or the counter or whatever, and uh, into the back part of the hospital, as it were, past the doors that nobody goes past, and we'll start sort of not really yelling out, but looking into rooms and around corners, uh, Francis, Francis. As you're going past the glass doors, uh, you see a corridor that leads to left and right. And just as you're standing there and wondering which way to go, you hear from the right uh, Francis scream. Dad! Vicky! Please! I will run in that direction. Francis! You see a door is open, and as you uh, come close to it, you see uh, Francis is lying on a bed there with a tube in his side, uh, blood going out from the tube into the floor. Oh, shit. The whole floor is covered with blood, Francis' blood. A doctor is looking at you with black eyes, and you see a nurse holding Francis down. So what do you do? I'm bursting into the room. I will notice the doctor and the nurse secondary to me grasping at this tube that is leaking Francis all over the floor and kink it, put my thumb on the end of it or something, yell, what the fuck is going on in here? And start pulling Francis up. The first thing I want you to do as you run into the room is to roll reflexes. 13. You slip a little, but you don't fall. And you get a hold of the tube and uh, you put your thumb at the end of it as uh, the doctor turns and you see his fist connect with your face. You have to roll endure injury. Four. You have to choose what happens. Um, With the fist to the face, I would say being that it's Dan, he got knocked out. Dan, I don't feel so good. Uh, And I'm just going to try to roll off the, the, the bed. The nurse is still holding you, so you, you can roll for act on the pressure. 14. You roll off the bed, no problem. And as you hit the ground next to Dan, the ground starts to shake again. The doctor is falling down as well, and the nurse on the other side. It's a pretty heavy quake. He's like kind of tripping and, and kind of trying to get uh, his hands underneath him as he's slipping on his own blood as he reaches out for Dan. Dan, please. As I'm moving forward, try to bite down on this woman's ankle desperately. She's lying there just trying to uh, stay still in the quake and you bite her ankle. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to go through bone. You can roll violence just to see how hard it is. You don't penetrate her skin, but you feel a strange taste as you bite down. It tastes like sulfur. God. (laughs) Your mouth is dry. It starts to burn on your tongue. What the fuck are you? 
and the ground stops to shake. The doctor and the nurse are slowly getting up. Now they look completely human again, covered with blood, though, your blood. In the name of God. Dan, you're waking up. You will release me and and Dan this instant, and we are leaving. They're just standing there looking at you. They seem confused. All right, so get me the fuck up. I am bleeding and I don't feel well. I will grab some handfuls of gauze surgical tape or something. If I don't see any laying out, I'll start ruffling through drawers until I have grasped a couple, uh, an armful of stuff that I think I can use to help him out as I put my arm around him, paying attention to this tube that is sticking out of his side. I'm assuming it's still not connected to anything. No, it's not connected to anything. And I'm going to carry him out or walk him out, tube and all. The doctor and the nurse are just standing there looking at you. And you get out to the lobby. Both you and Francis uh, are covered in blood. The tube falls out from his side. I kind of look at the, the secretary and say, Fuck this hospital. She is standing up with her phone halfway to her ear, just looking at you with her mouth open. And so does the rest of the people in the waiting room. And I'm just walking him straight out. I don't I don't give a rat's ass what anybody's doing. And uh, once I get out, I'll start scanning the parking lot looking for uh, Vicky. You can describe how you look as you come out for uh, Vicky and Oliver, who sits in a car further down the parking lot. You don't see them yet, but they see you. I am in the same tracksuit, except I have blood all over me. Like, I'm wet and sticky with it, like I was in a blood shower. Slipped in it, fell in it, or was knocked out in it. For Francis, he's covered in blood. He he looks paler than he has ever looked. The blood is just in his hair, caked uh, in the various places on him. He has this very kind of fucking done with it look on his face as he's leaning against uh, Dan, uh, his knees kind of shaking underneath him, um, almost a, a manic tint to his eyes. Oliver and Vicky, how do you react to this? Well, after having got Vicky to the car and done my best to try and calm her down, I'm just staring at two individuals coming out of a hospital, mostly covered in blood, and I just say, what the fuck? And I look to Vicky like, uh... That's not the worst, Oliver, that's not the worst. That doctor, you don't understand. He's like, he killed people, he killed a woman, and then that woman, like, came back, and, like, things went crazy, and, and now probably they are also really hard. Just drive, 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 drive to them. Uh, uh, oh, oh, all right, and again, I, more, more just to calm her down, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I start driving towards to not in a fast way just in a way that looks like a car is coming towards you to help you see uh, oliver and vick in uh, you can describe your car my car is a sports car red it's a mitsubishi colt actually and yeah i sort of drive up sort of turn a little and sort of undo the uh, locks on the doors so that you could come in so yeah um when we open the doors and of course, when he gets up close, he can see just how much of a, a mess we are. And I'm going to be practically pushing poor bloody Francis into the back of this nice sports car. There's going to be blood everywhere. Uh, are you sure? Like, I mean, we can go to another hospital if you don't like this hospital. Because I think oh, you're like, fucking, uh, is this Sweden hospitals? Like, this is, god damn it. Ugh. <sighs> Well, I wait for them to get in, and when they are in, uh, I'll just start driving out of the area. Not very fast, mind you, but... Dan, are you hurt? Dan? No. Dan? Oh, my God. Fucking Vicky. Is Dan hurt? Look at me! I told you not to leave me alone. Why are you shouting at me? Dan? What the fuck man and he's just kind of like smacking his head against the the window in in complete frustration 
Hey, hey, buddy, I don't know if that's good for you doing that right now. That's probably a bad idea. Just saying, I'm not a doctor or anything. I'm 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 fine, Vicky. This this is all this is all Francis's blood, and I'll start rifling f- through the gauze and stuff, and I'm gonna lift his shirt up, see how bad the wound is, and start treating it, putting pressure on it. It's not very large. Uh, it's a puncture hole, and you have to stop the bleeding at least. We need to uh, we need to go someplace where he can lie down for a little bit. No fucking hospitals. Yeah, no no one with a medical degree, please. <laughs> Okay, I can. I guess I'll take you to Daniels. Uh, but uh, Wait, who the fuck is Daniels? That's that's perfect. Um, he's the one that got us here. Although seriously, who are you guys? Like, are you in trouble with the? Because the only thing I've been thinking about this is that Daniel looked at something he shouldn't have, and now he's in trouble with the cops or something. Like, just uh, are you in trouble in that way? Is that what's going on? That way he can't go to the hospital. Um, it's uncanny that he actually said that because of how right on the money he is. And so I will kind of pause for a second with my mouth hanging open as I process that. And my response is, yeah, um, yeah, something like that. We're kind of in the same uh, field. Uh, He saw something, I saw something, and I think he's been trying to help me because weird stuff has been happening to us too, as you can see. (sighs) Okay, uh, Vicky, you okay now? We, we, we're away from. There's no doctors here. I'm all right, but like we have no doctors. Like probably Francis is going to die. Like like second time. Fuck! I haven't died yet. Second. T- okay. I'm. The, I'm. Oh my god! Don't let me pass out, please. We just got to get this bleeding to stop. You you might pass out, Francis. You've lost a ton of blood. There, Do look. not let me pass out. Daniel, I think, keeps some stuff in his bathroom. Like, okay, I, I start trying to drive a little faster to Daniel's, hoping that I'm pretty sure he does have, like, a first aid, basic first aid in his home. Daniel's apartment is uh, around five minutes from the hospital by car, and you, you get there pretty fast. It's at the top floor of a three-floor building in the middle of town. You park outside the building. Yes, well, I do my best to help Dan and Ricky, like, get... Francis out of the car, trying not to mention how despairing I am and all the blood staining my car. When you get to the apartment, it's just one room, a small hallway and a bathroom. There's a balcony on the back of the room. The main room has a small area that serves as kitchen. The rest of the room is both living room and bedroom, as there's a bed by one wall. Next to it, you see Daniel's computer on a desk. On the screen, you see white geometric shapes moving around. In the center of the screen, there's a silver circle and a copper-colored upside-down triangle. Well, I let them in, and I go and try and rummage in the bathroom. I have been here before. Like, okay, I might have some bandages or like a painkiller or something. I mean, it's not that helpful, but anything's better than nothing, right? Fuck. Okay. Okay, um, I'll dump my inventory of whatever I scooped up at the hospital as well and wash my hands you put francis on the bed (sighs) just don't leave me anyone don't let me go to sleep (laughs) francis you're gonna have to go to sleep oh the fuck i'm not it's gonna happen you're gonna have to rest no we're gonna be here for a minute maybe get me a book or something a book yeah that'll keep you awake yeah, they have like the Bible. It's what about some alcohol uh, for the wound? I don't know. Like I saw in the movies, like sometimes people like also like drink. You know, the ones who are injured, and then they don't feel like the pain, and they feel like better. Numb the pain. Uh, Daniel might have something in the fridge. Uh, I didn't check. Uh, I don't think I should drink. Once I think he's as stable as we're going to be able to get it, I'm going to make my way to that computer. But I want to make sure Francis is squared away before we go. You don't think he's uh, very stable at all. He's uh, he's extremely pale. And Francis, you feel like you're going to fall asleep soon. I, I bite down on my like lip, uh, drawing blood to try to keep myself awake. <laughs> he's, he's terrified. Has the bleeding slowed? Or stopped, perchance? You can roll act under pressure to check the wound and see how well you did. Seven. It's still bleeding. Dan, 
You're going to be all right, Francis. Uh, no, hold on. Come on. Just just sit here, please. If I, uh, if this doesn't work out uh, in general, you know, can you, um, you, you know, you always, you always think that this time you might have someone to kind of say something to or, or to think about, but really all I can think about is the doctor. Uh. Don't think about that, Francis. You're you're going to be fine. You just need to you just need to relax. You you know what you you know what you need to do, Francis. You should pray. Will you pray with me, Dan? I will sit here while you pray. That's good enough. I come over now, having gathered and found a little bit of a bandage or two and some basic, probably like painkiller or something. I'm like, okay, look, well, let's. Let me just check that bandage. I'm not a doctor, but, uh, you know, I, my dad taught me how to do a few cuts. You know, sometimes you get injured working at a truck stop garage. So uh, I might be able to at least clean it a little. As long as, uh, you know, you don't kill me, that, that's fine. I'm not going to try and kill you. <laughs> you can roll extra under pressure. You stop the bleeding and uh, stabilize the wound. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dan, did I hear there's maybe milk? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm looking a little surprised because, God, like I've never had to deal with this sort of injury, but at least the basic principle of apply pressure, clean wound seems to help. So thank God for that. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Okay. And uh, Dan, can you do me a favor? What's that? Uh, can, can you uh, uh, go to the computer? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. What do you, what do you want? Uh, can you just leave a, re- a review or something for that hospital? Make it make it scathing. Oh, fuck this place. Oh, God, I cursed. Oh, man. Sorry, God. Oh. I go over to Vicky and I say, um, okay, so you feeling a bit better now? Oh, I don't think that any of us will feel ever better. It's just going to go worse. And also for you, why did Daniel include you? You seem to be such a nice person, and now you're also in all this mess. Oh, thank you. That, well, does it include me? He, he's my friend. I've known him for years. Oh, so you're like me, stuck with a friend who did something bad. Well, now hang on. I don't know if he... All I know is that he, maybe by the sounds of it, looked at something he shouldn't have. He got this clip. It's on the computer. It looks like just a bunch of nonsense, really. But I don't know. It came from a... Like you said, Dad, a place up north, so maybe it was a secure thing, and I don't know, you said you guys are in trouble, like with, well, maybe not the police, by the looks of it, maybe someone else. Uh, Yeah, not police. Police would be really good in comparison to what is going on. I've seen things I never imagined I could see, and I think that I am going crazy, but I don't know. Can you show that to Dan? You know what? Sure, yeah, why why not? Why not? Okay, I go to the computer as well. I'm like, okay, Dan. Uh... As you're looking at the screen, you see this uh, silver circle and uh, copper-colored upside-down triangle that you have never seen before. It looks like a screensaver. And as you're uh, moving the mouse or trying to use the keyboard, it doesn't work. It's locked. Oh, uh, okay, this wasn't here before. Nothing happens when I uh, press any buttons. I'll, I'll clickety-click, tap, tap, tap. Nothing at all. It doesn't even pop up a window for any password or anything. But as you're looking at the screen, Dan, you can roll, see through the illusion. Eleven. You see a few words on the screen. They come into focus, then they fade out again. Uh, you recognize them from a door in an alleyway some time back. Oh. What do you do? Um, oh, what the fuck's happening? Hold on. I, 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 I think I see something. And do they stay up long enough for me to speak them out loud? They do. Then I do that as best I can. Askaru Sintos... Bring a Torilk Shiashi Odra. 
And as you do, that uh, computer is uh, active and the screen fades into a normal computer screen. Okay, that was not supposed to happen that way. I didn't know he had a voice command security program in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, I wasn't expecting that either. As you're standing there looking at the screen, you also see a clock in the upper left corner. It's counting down from five minutes starting now. That's curious. Um, I'm still slightly uneasy from everything that's been happening. This recollection with my father is mildly upsetting. I see the clock. Um, uh, I don't want to let the panic set in, but it's starting to set in. Have I gathered any more information? Fuck, do I have time to gather? I don't have time to gather any more information. Francis, fuck, 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 fuck. How much time is on the clock? Four minutes, 30 seconds. I think we need to go. Do you see this clock, Oliver, here on the screen? Yeah. Hang, hang on a minute. Hang on. I, I kind of go forward and being a student of this sort of thing. I kind of just are very curious. I just start trying to bring up some keyboard commands to like find out, wait, why is there a clock counting down? How do I stop this clock? There must be some, there must be like a command prompt or something. I just start going in. Daniel is, uh, he likes this uh, kind of stuff, uh, security and uh, his own uh, things that he puts on his computer all the time. He tries new one almost every week. You can roll a, a reason check nine you're pretty sure that it's uh, it's probably some kind of uh, password or something and uh, you have seen uh, daniel write in passwords on his computer without any prompt just writing them down and clicking enter ah maybe if you knew someone who could maybe hack it you don't think you can do it ah I looked to Dan. Uh, I think it's like one of his security programs. I, I think it's like they probably look down the system or something. That, that it should be a password protected, but I, I fuck, I don't okay, know. All right, all right, uh, all right. Well, I, I, I worried about so many crazy things happening. Um, I will use my hacker advantage. I rolled a ten. You uh, find out how to bypass this security it, it's uh, not very hard at all but you you also know that you are leaving traces behind but uh, in this situation you don't think that it uh, doesn't matter and uh, the clock stops and another screen comes up and you see the vpn and the dark net and uh, oh. on the screen you see the video that you saw some time ago it's the same one well, I'm, I'm slightly relieved because I was afraid that the clock would count down and the world would fall apart. So um, to realize that that was just my neurotic self. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know if I should show them this or not, but he's already right here. Okay, so this is, see, this is a satellite footage. And uh, I'll fast forward a little bit. It's fuzzy. You can't hardly make it out. It's digitized. And then this is probably a, a copy of a copy, perhaps. But you, you're seeing basically what looks like an image, uh, like you see on the news when they're uh, showing you uh, drone strikes or a uh, missile placement. At least it was big during Desert Storm. And, you know, so you get this satellite view, aerial view of a building, and then not much and then i'm gonna be like oh here watch this and then suddenly uh like a, a chunk of the building like uh, like a, a quarter of it from this one corner and part of the wall the wall and the ceiling sort of just explode outward and this creature that is uh taller than the building probably twice as tall as the building comes crawling out and starts uh, there's you can see then there's guards about the place um, who try to interfere and he flings them about and then takes off it's difficult to describe you can tell it's bipedal maybe humanoid looking but you can't really distinguish any features from this particular copy and it's the same uh, video that uh, daniel showed you last night oliver yeah, uh, there you go. That's the movie footage or whatever. And uh, that's real. It, it, 
that that, that, that really happened. How do you know? <laughs> Trust me, I know. All right. Uh, well, yeah, okay, he showed me that, and I was like, okay, that's weird, and I literally went to the bathroom, and when I came back, he was gone, like, vanished from the apartment entirely. He went from being, hey, I think I found something cool, and he was gone. And what did he, it was like this page that, that you saw that he was on? Yeah, he didn't. Okay. Fuck, I didn't know he got it through the dark net. Of course he was on the dark net, <laughs> but, uh, but are you sure it's real? Like, again, dark net, there's a lot of stupid stuff here. Yeah, um, I didn't get it this way. I, I got it through uh, some official sources. I'll, I'll just put it that way. I'm going to just visually scan the rest of the screen looking for something that stands out that might be a clue to his disappearance. Um, because I, I, I'm perfectly acceptable the fact that he clicked on something and then poofed away. You see a file, a text file, uh, with your name on it, Dan Smith. Okay. Click. Um, welcome, son. I knew you would be able to solve it. After all, it's the chant we always said as you're a little boy to keep you safe from the other side. And the angel. Now he's found us, but if you find Jacqueline West from the farm, go to her. She knows where they're experimenting on the beast. And there you will find a way to loosen the grip. Okay. So some of this makes me feel good. A lot of it makes me feel worse or confused. I'll look to Oliver. Do you know Jacqueline and this farm in... Uh, I'll let you pronounce that. Well, I know the place. It's only uh, about two hours from... Well, it's a small village, actually, two hours north of... But uh, what the... How do you know Daniel again? Why is he calling you... Sound like a nickname or something? Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, Oliver. I don't know. I look to uh, Vicky and also Francis by the bed just to see how they're reacting. Francis is like guzzling down milk and kind of looking over. Is uh, is this farm? Is it in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours from here. Oh man! All right. Francis, we got to we got to take care of this. This this is what's causing all of this. If if we can if if I can go take care of this, then we can go home and everything will go back to normal. So, um are you fucking serious? What? Is, what? You will go like what? Are you going to go alone to all this mess because Francis can't go. I obviously can't go and Oliver is, you know, also, no, like, you are not some sort of vigilante, Dan. I don't want anything happening to you. We can't just... You can't go alone. And look He's at Francis. He's not going alone. I'm... I'm. No, we're gonna... <laughs> you can't even... We'll, we'll rest here at Daniel's for, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe a day. Uh, look, uh, Francis can't go anywhere. I, I don't... I don't know if I can go up there alone. You're, you're right. Exactly. I, I mean, that wasn't exactly what I was saying. I'm just saying that we're going to have to get through with this. And, uh, you know, Francis needs to not be in such a rush to, to get back to the States because that's not happening. Francis will Look. need like a month of this healing. No, I think I'm, uh, <coughs> I think I'm feeling a lot better. Really, the smell is something a lot. Just yeah, some, some hours of rest um, will work wonders. At least that way we can see what the wound looks like. And if, um, you know, we may have to go to find something to stitch him up. I, you know, I don't know if he's, you know, and I'll kind of look to Vicky and whisper out, he may not even make it through the night if he's bleeding inside. So, you know, we, we should just, we should just, you know, camp out here at Daniel's. He's got some food. There's some some stuff to drink in the fridge. And we'll we'll deal with it tomorrow. What what else are we gonna do, Vicky? We can't just let him die here. You can't just sit and wait until he dies. Hold on. Wait. What? Not. He's gonna be fine. I'm. I'm not waiting for him to die, and I'm not. We're not going to the hospital. He won't go to a hospital. I'm no, not no, going wait, to wait, a wait, hospital. Wait, 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 wait. You, you're not listening. I'm sorry. Oliver, 
Yeah. You said that your father teaches you a little bit of the medicine, so your father knows these things. Can, can, can uh, your father help us? Uh, well, no, I, he, he's a truck's carriage worker. Like, uh, oh, I thought you said that. He, no, he, yeah, he can dress a wound. This is, you know, like when you know when like you cut yourself when you're like welding a car or something. You know, not a not like this. Uh, do you know any doctors? I mean, if you are living here, you obviously have to know doctors. Uh, no. Uh, sorry, I, I, if he doesn't go to the hospital, then he doesn't go to a hospital, you know? Uh, fuck. So are you saying that we have to just wait until he dies? Hold on! Well, I mean, there's also a hospital four hours from here by car, another one. Uh, Vicky, why? I, I'm not gonna die. Dan said you will. Look, I, I didn't. I, I didn't say he was going to die, Vicky. He he's got a pretty serious wound. We got to make sure that he's not bleeding internally. If if he starts to get worse over the next couple of hours, then of course we will have no choice but to take him and dump him off at the hospital. Look, if I hear the word "die" again, I am going to puke on this man's floor. You're not going to die, Francis. You're going to be fine. I think you're looking better already. I'm just, you know, I have to I have to think about all the different possibilities. I think he we're going to be... He looks as pale as a paper. We have yeah, to go to he... that other doctor like four hours and we still have to do something. He looks better than he looked an hour ago. And suddenly there's a crack in the outer wall next to the balcony and everything starts to shake. I want you all to roll act under pressure to not fall to the floor and tell me what you do. Fucking earthquakes. I get a 14. Oh, I get a 19. <laughs> I get four. <laughs> I rolled a six. So we can start with uh, Francis. Uh, you, you're just shaking around on the bed there, and uh, you're in control of yourself. But it's uh, the bed is actually jumping on the floor. The building is moving. Holy shit! With the milk in my hand, I wanna, I'm gonna throw it at the the crack. <clears throat> Oliver, you, you're also keeping your balance, but you, you fall into the wall next to the balcony and the door just behind you on the wall uh, flings open and you see the balcony is shaking and on the outside you see a hole has formed in the round outside other buildings are falling down i try and just grab hold of anything i can just so i have something to hold on to as i just like go what the fuck dan and uh, vicky you you fall down you're not hurt or anything but you can't uh, really see what's happening outside or around you. It's a really bad quake for almost a minute. Yeah, that's not good. Um, I just I squinted my eyes and <laughs> just wait until it's over and hope that I'm still in the real world when it ends. Suddenly everything is still again. You all hear screams from the outside. Some of the nearby buildings have collapsed and people are injured. The room is a mess. The computer and everything else have lost the power. This building is still standing, but it had moved and it feels like it's swaying. I guess we can't stay here after all. Francis is getting up wobbly and... Ugh. I'll help Francis up. Um, grab whatever... Steph, grab Vicky. Grab some water, maybe. Uh, we, I, I, we got to get out of here. Oh, uh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, 